Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Orange Theory Fitness. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. The most fundamental element of free market economics is the law of supply and demand. The most fundamental element of Earth is well, the earth itself. These two fundamental elements meet in the financial cliche, land is valuable because they're not making it anymore. Whoever came up with that hadn't heard about the various wetland mitigation plans in Louisiana, where we are actually making land. Here in New Orleans in the Lower Ninth Ward, the Sankofa Community Development Corporation is developing the Sankofa Nature Trail and Wetlands Park, which holds excess rainwater, prevents flooding, and retains land. This is the latest in a series of environmental health and food initiatives that Sankofa has been undertaking in the Lower Ninth since 2008. All this development has been under the leadership of Sankofa's executive director, Rashida Ferdinand. Rashida, you and I actually talked in January of 2012. A lot has changed at Sankofa since then. Uh, welcome back out to lunch. Thank you, glad to be here. Mark Sanders also works on the land in the Ninth Ward. Mark's business, Ninth Ward Nursery, started in his backyard. Uh, Mark realized he'd bought more bamboo plants than he needed in his yard and posted his surplus for sale on Craigslist. Just a couple of hours after he posted the bamboo for sale, he sold the whole lot. He figured if he had more bamboo, he could sell that too. So that's what he started doing, and that was 2015. The next thing Mark did was invest $4,000 in a business idea. In the Ninth Ward, $4,000 bought him an entire empty lot, and Ninth Ward Nursery was born. Mark, welcome out to lunch. Great. It's an honor to be here. Thanks, Peter. Mark, business folklore is built on stories like yours. Steve Jobs started out tinkering in a garage. Sam Walton started out with one little store in Arkansas. Talking of giants like Walmart, starting up a nursery business, you're not only going up against other established nurseries, you're also competing with the garden centers at Lowe's and Home Depot. I would think that one of the keys to your success against these competitors is going to be location, which requires a local population with money to buy plants. So as a business person on the ground, what is going on with the economy in the Ninth Ward? Do you see signs of gentrification like other New Orleans neighborhoods? What's your sense of where things are going there? Well, the thing about the Ninth Ward is that it's so enormous. I mean, it, it, it covers a very, very wide swath of New Orleans out through the eastern part of the city. So it's really hard to generalize and say, well, the Ninth Ward is gentrifying. Well, you have Holy Cross, and then you have my side, which is uh, closer to uh, Bayou Beyond Avenue, and then you have closer uh, places uh, closer down towards Araby. So in general, I'd say that it's very specific uh, to different parts of the Ninth Ward, but I've seen a lot of positive developments there just within the last couple of years that I've been in the Ninth Ward, and it's really, really exciting. It seems like every week I see uh, new things happening, and most importantly, I see Sewer and Water Board and the city down there. <laughs> Unlike they, in other parts of the right. city, they're actually uh, repairing the roads and, and uh, maybe sending fixing, a bill. 
Yeah. Is that <laughs> Maybe for some people. <laughs> Rashid, after Hurricane Katrina devastated the Lower Ninth Ward, people who decided to come back and rebuild their lives had no place to buy fresh food anywhere near them. For those people, you founded Sankofa principally as a fresh food market. Now you've built Sankofa into an operation that has a mobile fresh food market in five different locations. You've got 30,000 square feet of urban farmland, a community health outreach program, seven employees, five community ambassadors, and now you're developing wetlands. It's an amazing success story that continues to get more successful. How much of Sankofa's growth is funded from this success, from revenue and from other markets, and how much of it is funded by grants from other sources? Yeah, it's we've grown a lot over the past 10 years, and 20% of our revenue is coming from our market sales, but we have really solid relationships with some major nonprofit organizations, and we've also gotten some support from government organizations, local and national. So we've had USDA support on the national level, as well as a state USDA organ, um, cohort, the Natural Resource Conservation Service. And we also just got, speaking of Sewage and Water Board, a grant from Sewage and Water Board through the Green Infrastructure Project a couple of years ago to build our wetland park, to build the first pilot portion of it. Now, Mark, you were kind of the accidental entrepreneur when you listened to the beginning of your uh, this, this company. Uh, wh- what made you, first of all, I have to ask you this, because everybody I've been talking about that, that you're going to be on the show was asking about the difference between invasive and non-invasive bamboo. Invasive is like, it's like the plant that ate Cleveland, right? There it's- are two basic different kinds of bamboo. There's one that will just take over and turn your neighborhood into a forest, and then there's another kind that just will grow out uh, maybe a couple feet, a few feet, and then it'll go straight up. And then um, what the vast majority of my customers will purchase bamboo for is to create a natural privacy screen. So you take one clump of bamboo, they're called clumping bamboos, you put one here and then you put one a few feet away and then a few feet away and then you, in very, very short amount of time, you get this wall of natural screening bamboo. And then you have been really good with social media and it, and to compliment you, it's not just to promote yourself and the business, You've, you're even wider than that. It's just something you learn by yourself. Is this is this the direction the business is going? Right. So I don't know if I'm uh, if I'm really good at social media, but uh, I have a puppy, Pickles, and uh, Pickles is uh, really likes the camera, and uh, this is a good way of promoting. You know, the internet loves cute dogs, oh, cute pups, that, cute yeah. cats. Yeah. So um, so my social media views just go through the roof every time uh, Pickles shows up on on Instagram. And if you come to the nursery sometime, you might find them uh, running around there. <laughs> now. We're- Rashid, I, get, I know that uh, uh, Sankofa is it's from the Twi language of Ghana. It means uh, go back and get it. Am I, am I mistaken? Because I've always known this term. Mm-hmm. No, I just looked it up. They, uh, <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? Yeah, go, and go back and fetch, go back to the past. It, it means to go back to the past, to move forward and build for the future. One story I really like is this mobile food unit, which you were, when you were here six years ago, you were just getting it, getting it started. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, we we started it um, as a part of our market to try to improve um, accessibility to fresh whole foods. And what it's developed into is a part of our cardiovascular and nutrition education program. So it's a community health program. We um, partner with different community-based spaces, clinics, senior centers, child care centers, 
um, whoever's interested in this, this program called Healthy Heartbeats. And we use a model that we've adopted from American Heart Association so that people become engaged around their health and talk about hypertension and diabetes and the importance of healthy food around that. And so when people come to the class, they also receive a voucher to use at our markets, and we bring the, mo the mobile market to the classes so people can use it. And the mobile well. market, uh, it goes outside of the Lower Nine. Yeah, it goes outside yep. the Lower Nine. It goes in the Lower Nine and outside. It also goes to VA Medical Complex. So we go there oh, every other Friday because they have their own nutrition education program. And they, it's, the, it's similar to our model, but they operate their own program. And the market goes to the VA so people redeem their vouchers there. Mm -hmm. Do people want to eat fresh food? They do. They do, okay. They really do. Fast, <laughs> fast food like is it. sort of, yeah, it's taken over. Well, yeah, and it's just not just fast food. It's processed food. It's, it's just understanding where your food comes from and right. knowing what whole foods and the benefits of them. And it makes you feel better. Yeah, they might, and of course, Mark, you've um, you've gone past just bamboo, right? You're doing exotics and right, yeah. So you, you know, you mentioned the big box stores before, as well as uh, as local nurseries, and I have great relationships with many of them. It's a very very supportive network um, down here, and they've been extremely helpful. But you know, the thing is, that's my competition, and so um, what I've had to do is just really get specific. So if you're Looking for bamboo in New Orleans, I would like to be the the nursery that you come to. Um, as far as other more exotic things, I'm trying to carry stuff that nobody else carries. You know, you have to specialize in order to be uh, competitive. Because for a lot of that stuff, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of times you can get it cheaper at the big box stores. So I'm probably not going to carry it. So if you want slightly more obscure exotic things, then come talk to me and we can hang out. And both of you are really developing these businesses because uh, if I was to talk to you a year ago, you were you, oh, the only way you could go down there is by, by appointment and meet with you and such. And now you actually are open to the public on, was it, is it Saturdays? Yeah, yeah, so I'm open to the public on Saturdays. Uh, we're trying that out right now. Um, late summer, a lot of people, um, uh, aren't out there actively gardening and so I wanted to at least try test run uh, in late summer when uh, business is not super active um, and then do that through the fall months and then in spring hopefully uh, things will be ramping up because that's just gonna be boom busy time uh, then but you know it's uh, it, it's something that you know, we're all just kind of, to an extent, making it up as, as we go along. And so you just have to really try things out and make some mistakes along the way. And that's how I've always learned throughout the different careers I've had. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Rashuti. I'm talking with Mark Sanders from Ninth Ward Nursery and Rashida Ferdinand from Sankofa Community Development Corporation in the Lower Ninth Ward. Rashida, the other part that was new uh, over the, next, the last six years since we last seen each other is this whole wetlands wetlands here I mean it seems like a kind of a leap from where you were going how did it all happen you know it's it's really connected to our mission at Sankofa which is to build healthier communities for generations to come and so health is very broad if we look at that concept of health and what it means there's physical health and wellness there's the environment you know, there's where we live, how you feel about the environment in which you live and space. And so it's people also being able to be empowered to be in the leadership position of what happens in their life, in their community. And so the Wetlands Project is interconnected with that. In addition to just being a really good, solid, green infrastructure, water management system project that is a model for how we can restore um, our land to really use 
flood water, stormwater overflow in a better way. It's really for the Ninth Ward to hang hang in there. Yeah, yeah and it's it's a place where you know it used to be a marsh and swamp area, so it's 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 really restoring part of this space back to what it was, and connecting it to the local high school. Martin Luther King High School is right down the street, so the students at the high school have formed a science club, and they're going to be working with the project as well and learning about the importance of ecology and wetland systems, and also opportunities for different types of careers That's around what I was a space ask you. Is like it, that. Like would. Uh, a couple of years from now, would we see you know high school field trips all yes. going? Yes, in a yeah. year from now, we're yeah. going to say before that. Yes, we will. Yeah. Wow, that is good. Yeah. See, I started this conversation thinking you were too too diverse, but there's connections to all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all interrelated. It's it's our our work is around looking at access, empowerment, and education. You know, all of that's important when we're talking about what makes you know a community resilient and strong. And where are you guys? Um, you near each other? Have you figured out where you guys operate? You're down closer to St. Claude, I believe. We have a diff. We have a number of sites, but yeah, the wetland. Yeah, your farm stand. The farm stand okay. is on St. Claude and Forstall. Right, right. But the wetland park is on Fort Florida and Delaware. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I've been there, yeah. and actually. Uh, because my nursery is at the corner of Deslon in Florida, um, it's very close by, and I've been out there to that wetlands park, and mm -hmm. it's beautifully designed. Mm -hmm. And I've actually sent my customers over there because mm -hmm. a lot of folks, it's it's not in the most heavily trafficked part right. of town. Right. And so when people come down, it's very flattering to me that folks would come down to the nursery because it's not the right. it, it's more of a destination place. And I I often tell folks like look, while you're here in the neighborhood, just keep driving straight down Florida right. and then look over on your left and you see all the cypress trees and then you see this beautiful um, uh, walkway canopy right. thing over there and it's overlooking the swamp. And it is absolutely right. mind-blowing right. that you have that so close right. to the center of town. Isn't it amazing? It's one thing that I absolutely right. love about the Ninth Ward right. is how close you are to the natural environment down right. there. And yet we're, what, like three miles from the French Quarter? Right. You guys can I love do business it. with each other. We could. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Rashida and Mark, this is the part of the show we call your brother-in-law. You're working outside trying to beat the rain. When your phone rings, it's your brother-in-law. Now, normally he only calls when he needs to borrow your truck, but this time it's different. Uh, this time your brother-in-law has a business proposition for you. Rashida, your brother-in-law says that you've got enough skills now to think big, to consolidate all your various enterprises under one roof. You know how to raise money, how to run a food business, an education, a healthcare, and an environmental business. Your brother-in-law's got a buddy who's sitting on a respectable amount of money and needs someone with your legit skills to go out and put a bid on the old charity hospital. You can develop it into a true multi-use urban community center. What do you say? Well, Will you meet this guy? I'll meet him and talk to him. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Is he looking for me to give him insight? I think to run on the joint. To do, oh, to run it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to run it. He's but, what you can't oh, run. You wow. run everything. Yeah, but it's, it's, I mean, my staff will fire me. <laughs> I, do I mean, we, we, if, if I had a million dollars and, and, a, and another, more in a team of people and experts, because I'll tell you how we work is, is 
you know, I'm one, I'm one person. I don't do all of this myself. It's a team of people. You've got, what, is and, it seven well, employees? And beyond the staff, then there's um, community partners, there's advisors. There's, I mean, there's an extensive team of people who contribute to this work. And we don't, we're not able to do it without partnerships and sharing services. So, you know, the Wetland Park was built with a team of wetland ecologists and community members and landscape architects and uh, do they the, volunteer well no they, they get a little they get okay changed. they get, they get okay, paid good, everybody, good. everybody gets paid even, even the community ambassadors who facilitate our healthy heartbeats classes they get paid for their time because everybody you know they're putting in their time and they're bringing in their wisdom and expertise but that's how we yeah if i if i had a team of people to build and work with me anything's possible that's going to be so great when you go back today and tell them your new project. <laughs> <laughs> Hustle up, everybody. We've got a <laughs> secret <right>. meeting. <laughs> now, Mark, your brother-in-law has a great idea, too. He says that if you can get one piece of land in the Ninth Ward for $4,000, for $40,000, you can buy an entire block. Your brother-in-law and you could put in an urban farm and grow enough crops to make your money back in a year. He's pretty sure you could raise the forty grand on Kickstarter. What do you say? Are you in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I believe in dreaming big and uh, uh, providing for the community. And you know, this the entire nursery started very, very small. It started with a uh, hundred dollars uh, initial investment. <laughs> and uh, you know, after I made the first couple sales, I thought. Let me see how far I can just push this hundred dollars. You know, I buy more stuff and then sell it, and then buy more and sell it, and I just kept uh, effectively flipping that hundred dollars. And so, yeah, forty thousand doesn't sound too bad. Let's see what we can uh, what we can do with that. You sound like a guy that wants to push the envelope a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 all for it. Whoa, wait, hold on. Does the forty thousand dollars come from the brother-in-law? Uh, no, because oh, no, 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 you no, know no. he is broke. No, he is, it's a Kickstarter. Okay, this yeah. is a Kickstarter program. You know your brother-in-law better than this. He doesn't have forty. Well, you know. Now I'm going to throw this out to both of you. I mean, looking out, let's say you, you come on back five five years from now. What does the ninth ward look like? I mean, could it be uh, all orchards and and places to grow things? What do you think the uh, the place will, will will really look like, particularly in the way of commerce. I think we're going to have more development in the next five years. But what we're trying to do, in addition to the wetland park development, is a, we're working with people who have been living in this neighborhood for a long time and recognizing that a lot of the land that is not being used, that's blighted, we want to support the development of that space in a way that um, is feasible to what we need in our community. So we're looking at green infrastructure as a model for development, but also tapping into people who've been having challenges, serious challenges over the last 10 years to get their properties maintained and um, moving them back into commerce if they want to keep them or if they want to sell them and having some more growth, whether it's commercial development and more housing in the area. So there's ways of restoring that land that's, that's unused green space, blighted green space, into um, a ways that tap into our green infrastructure systems. I think those are some opportunities for us. So I see it as, as being kind of an experimental place where there can be things like uh, Ninth Ward Nursery and there can be things like Sankofa down there. There are other operations, small scale uh, urban farming uh, that's going on. I believe that empowering the local community is a huge, huge uh, component. Um, and that's something that I think over time people are going to realize that uh, that the community down there 
is still very strong and that uh, with just a little bit more support uh, from outside, then there's going to be a lot of new and, and good developments. So I'd, I think not even five years, I think one year, two years from now, just based on what I've seen in the last couple of years I've been down there. Starting up a small business like Ninth Ward Nurseries or maintaining an expanding operation like Sankofa in a part of the world that most folks do not find desirable takes a special kind of person. Uh, ventures like this require determination, dedication, and a kind of optimism about the future that not everyone shares. Rashida and Mark, you both have the kind of vision to see what others don't and the courage to persevere in the face of what other people might think is crazy. Congratulations on your successes today and I look forward to keeping up with you in the future, and thanks so much for taking the time today to join Man Out to Lunch. Thanks, Peter, it's been on. Thank you. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Rashida Ferdinand, Executive Director of Sankofa Community Development Corporation, and Mark Sanders, owner and CEO of Ninth Ward Nursery. You can find out more about Sankofa and Ninth Ward Nursery by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris, our technical producer is Eric Merle, and our researcher is Maggie Mendel. You can listen to this show and the past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts and at itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and its New Orleans Facebook page. The photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday to Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music, and dinner seven nights a week. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Basics Swim and Gym and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, the It's New Orleans Happy Hour podcast, Travel Central and Metairie, Strategic Resumes, and by Orange Theory Fitness. 